0: program, 888-727-BECK. That is our phone number. You can call it if you wish to talk to me. We know you don't want to talk to him. Why not? That's that's Jeffy. Why not? Why wouldn't they want to talk to me? No, you? they actually probably no, would much rather, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> uh, Pat will be back uh, next week, uh, and uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about. I'll say that. Uh, I mean, this has been a um, Crazy week for news. Yes, is. An um, interesting little nugget that I think may have been lost to a lot of people. We didn't even talk about on the radio today. Um, following the terrorist attack in San Bernardino in December uh, 2015, there was a lot of controversy, if you remember this, over whether Apple would allow or figure out a way to hack the into FBI the phone for in. the FBI to get in. Yeah. Ultimately, the FBI found a private company that helped crack it open, but we had no idea how much that cost until now. As it turns out, the FBI spent $900,000 to hack one iPhone. Wow. Revelation was largely unnoticed wow. during the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, with James Comey. That was last week. Right. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting because it was Senator Diane Feinstein who actually laid this out. I was so struck when San Bernardino happened, you have to make overtures to allow that device to be open. And the FBI had, FBI had to spend $900,000 to hack it open. And I su- as I subsequently learned of some of the reason for it, there were good reasons to get into that device. Wow. Hmm. I wonder what Diane, it was. We uh, still don't know. We still don't know oh what was you, in
1: it. No, we do not. But uh, that might be some information Diane might
0: uh, want to think again about giving out. Yeah, I think maybe that was a little screw-up. Yeah. Like, maybe she wasn't supposed to blurt yeah. that out. Uh, but the, the, the initial so. estimates were 1.3 million, so it was actually slightly cheaper oh, than money. people thought. Oh, we saved money. Now, of course... Nine hundred thousand dollars to find out a t- you know, information from a terrorist, completely worth it. I'm not complaining about the cost, but it's interesting that they had to do that. Also, it's it, it's still right for Apple to not have given it to them. I mean, I, you know that was one yeah. of the you know there were that was a story we talked a lot about at the time. And uh, I mean, look, it's because at the in the end, you're almost like oh, Apple just do it.
2: Just well, I mean, and,
0: you look, of course, because you want to solve. Just give it to them. You, you want, want solve it over. No, well, it's and not then, like you're it's not like you're just annoyed at the request. I mean you you're want just the information. I understand just, that. just do it.
1: Why? I don't care about your stupid company. Just do it. It's for the good of the country. For the good of the nation. Save the people. Oh, uh, Never mind that. Uh, forget that. So what? The freedom thing. What's that? So what, Right, the privacy
0: thing? What's that? Shut up. As a person who's been behind bars uh, many times, <laughs> I would think you'd have higher... Opinion. I
1: am 100% behind Apple saying no to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I, I no. It's
0: a tough one. I mean, I'm not going to say Because of course you want one, the information. Of course you do. The guy's a terrorist. Yeah, and we needed it, you know, but uh, they did wind up getting it, and I guess this is the proper way to do it. And thanks, Diane, for just a little slip-up. That
1: had to... Have I mean, she must have been getting tired and needed lunch or something because she... That's just something that she shouldn't be say, talking about.
0: Probably, from her, from her little. I don't know. Yes, I, I don't know. She didn't say it was actually found in the phone. So, um, so I, I, I don't know. I, we could go through a lot of things here today. Uh, let's just let's do a couple of things that are kind of interesting. This one's just infuriating. Chris Pratt, who I love. Love, love the Chris Pratt. Glenn, if you did, missed his review on Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I believe his statement was it was basically a perfect movie. Yeah. Which, again, I don't agree with Glenn on all things yeah. movie wise. Uh, someone wrote, uh, well, you know, now uh, he's like, I know n- never to trust you or <laughs> Jeffy or Pat or oh, Glenn. Movie on movies. Movies. Uh, and I was like, well, I mean, it's, yeah, you're, you know, uh, with the exception of me, obviously, I think that's true. I should always be trusted when it comes to movies. Um, Jeffy's movies, they're usually about seven, eight minutes long and end the same way. So really, they're not that interesting to watch. They're damn near perfect for me. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he said it was great. Uh, really funny. Really well done. Tons of technology that, but it what didn't look like technology. Didn't feel as long um, as it was two hours. Didn't feel like it was two hours. It's kind of concerning for me. I will say, I I really liked the first one. Went into I it with too. the expectations of it being horrible. I mean, I just did not expect anything out of that movie, and it was great, um, funny, uh, interesting. I liked it. I liked the characters. I liked the whole thing. And I'm not a superhero movie guy. Well, I'm as as to you give know. up two
1: hours at the theater for it, two
0: twelve. <laughs> I think I am. I, 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 the first one was good enough that I would be willing to, to go for it. And it, with this review from Glenn, I'm kind of interested in it. However, this part I am not interested in. Poor Chris Pratt. And, and I'm a little annoyed, honestly. It's rare with Chris Pratt, but I'm a little annoyed how he handled this, too. To be perfectly honest. Well, he pretty him. much has to. No, he doesn't.
1: Right. Ab- absolutely Well. Absolutely. To your point on that. Now, uh, let's talk talk about the tell about the story. And then, your point is that he doesn't have to. He actually could be one that could fight back on this kind of stuff.
0: I think so too. Let's just go through the story real quick, and we'll bring you up to speed. He uh, was he posted to Marvel's Facebook page um, to promote the latest latest movie, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Volume Two. Come on, seriously, dude. He said, Um, "You'd rather read those than hear me," because he was talking about the subtitles in the clip. You'd rather read those than he- re- than he- than, uh, than hear me. <laughs> the, the latter remark, in particular, offended some people on social what? media, claiming it offends the deaf and hearing impaired people. The video was deleted shortly, and Pratt took to Instagram to apologize for causing offense. Do we have this video now uh, for with Chris Pratt? Let's watch it. Oh boy! This is him apologizing. By the way. On Blaze Radio, he's doing sign language. Oh, so. I mean, the fact that he said "I love" and seemingly pointed at his genitals, I thought was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am now offended. That was not the same, st- <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Um, so, because we didn't see the actual subtitles on that. So what did he actually say? He said, when he made a video recently with subtitles and requested that people turn up the volume and not just read the subtitles, it was, with, it was so people wouldn't scroll past the video on mute thus watching and digesting the information in the video. However, I realize now doing so was incredibly insensitive to the many folks out there who depend of course on subtitles. It was. More than 38 million Americans live with some sort of hearing disability, so I want to apologize. I have people in
1: my life who are hearing impaired. The last thing in the world I would want to do is offend them or anybody who suffers from hearing loss or any other disability. So truly, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize. Thanks for pointing this out to me. In the future, I'll be a little less ignorant.
3: I mean,
0: look, I he, the apologies... Fine if you're going to apologize over this. I mean, he didn't do anything incredibly annoying there. He I, And I think with this, with Chris Pratt in particular, I actually believe he feels bad about it. It's not just some you know, pained apology. But come on, man. Really? Are you really offended that a guy made a joke about subtitles promoting a comedy movie? Really? Come on, Who, I, we all have crap that we could feel terrible about. I mean, look at Jeffy, for example. He does Just look at, look at, just, just, you want an example. Of what? I mean, there's a litany, an endless litany of things that Jeffy should feel horrible about in his own life. I do, Stu. Um, So many of them. I do. Self-imposed. So many of them. I do feel horrible. Done specifically by him or to others near him. Uh, And does he feel bad about it? If you make fun of Jeffy, does he feel bad? No. Yes. Oh, wait. (laughs) wait. wait. (laughs) Hold on. I know. I I hereby apologize to Jeffy for uh, criticizing his fatness uh, and his his gigantic uh, persona uh, and uh, his criminal activities. I feel bad for all criminals. People who have committed crimes and deal drugs don't deserve the treatment that I gave them. And I just want to make sure... Let's, we're too close now. Well, I'd like we're, like to now say that we're now we're, too close. That's I'd like mean. to say that I... We're now too close.
1: Well, you know, I, okay, I, I, that's I accept much your better. apology, but... Much better. I accept your apology, but it's not going to... We still need to. a lot of work to do. A
0: lot of work left to do. Yeah, I'm not going to try that, though. Um, I will say that it does feel like um, every person who's hearing impaired that I've ever known in my life is not that humorless. Right, I, right. I mean, a a couple of things. Look, he made a good point
1: on Instagram by calling by calling Instagram out a little bit uh, to add some kind of technology that would, you know, be able to add subtitles to video. That doesn't sound like a bad bad deal, which would have been actually a good thing, a place to start with. Asking Instagram to do that and not apologizing, Uh, not apologizing for what he did or what he said. Yeah. uh, Uh, So that it was. It's Chris Pratt. It's a
0: comedy. Yeah. Just like Come you said. On. I'm not apologizing. I mean, he's I'm not noticing, apologizing. He's trying to get people to stop scrolling past the video. Everyone knows. like if you not hear, apologizing. You, you can't apologize for that, to me. I mean, look, that is on, if you're a member of a group that occasionally gets made fun of, okay? And I am uh, certainly in that group uh, as a person who's um Overweight. overweight. Uh, I would say that, you know, certainly that happens. If someone makes a fat joke about, about uh, uh, you know, me, uh, I'm fine uh, dealing with it. I don't care. I mean, I, I, give me an example. Like, my dad died of a heart attack. My dad died of a heart attack. It sucks. It sucks, right. man. I'm still pissed off about it. But you know what? If someone makes a heart attack joke, I don't say, oh, Why aren't you considering my feelings? my my father. family has been affected by this you know what i of course not and you know who else wouldn't that's be pissed off point. about it my dad that's a great point you know we are all we all have our thing we all ha- we are all part i don't care how, who you are you are every single person on earth is part of a tiny group that occasionally is on the wrong end of a joke okay uh, and in in sometimes in this particular case it's in such a minuscule way that it's almost impossible to detect that they were on the wrong end of this joke but i guess if you're if you're a person who loves subtitles maybe you're like oh man he's busting on people who like subtitles or have to deal with subtitles because they can't hear well a you know you got to think about it. you got to internalize that right like life is a series of choices here and if you're going to choose to be offended over a guy who b- by all accounts is one of the best guys in Hollywood, a guy who actually does care about others, a guy who actually is uh, a stand-up individual and is helping people and is is respectful of people, and he makes one joke because he can't internally micromanage every person on Earth and their feelings. It's really on you at that point. If you're offended, that's really on you, and if you have something that sucks in your life and you feel like I can't deal with this additional Chris Pratt joke, just don't go on the Internet. Because you're, you're, you're never going to be able to pass it. You're never going to be. I mean, we get called Adolf Hitler and get our lives threatened, like, daily. Like, I, <laughs> you just got to learn to roll with it, you know? I mean, life sucks sometimes. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes people make jokes at your expense. Sometimes you can be offended. Sometimes this all occurs. You know, and uh, other it's times just it just hurts. P- it's a part of life. Don't let other it dominate times, it. It just hurts.
1: Other times, sometimes it hurts. Y-
0: y- I-, I hope you're not telling me that because I don't. I really sometimes don't care. Sometimes it hurts. Um, okay, you know, it, it, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no, no that's fine. Because I, was I was just, if you got something else on this, I, go no, ahead. No,
1: I was going to move on because, as a as a former athlete, uh, and being athletically overweight now, uh, good news that uh, the. Uh, Pro Football League
0: has now uh, a female running back. in it. Yeah, this is I'm incredible. incredible. I'm actually excited. And I want to show you this because this is... Uh, I'm actually excited. It's the same way with, with Chris Pratt. People was like, well, oh, how dare you say that men are better at sports than women are. Women can do anything a man can do. We've talked about this with the gender stuff and everything, the uh, with the bathrooms and everything else. And the argument constantly from sports leagues is you can't, uh, of course you can have men and women in the same bathroom. There's no difference and they should be able to do whatever they want. <laughs> And
2: it's, uh, no. they're
0: leading the charge. However, their own leagues, they won't let that happen. So one league decided, you know what? We want to give uh, the uh, the first female running back a chance to score a touchdown. So they signed a female running back, and they kept giving her the ball over and over again at the goal line. Wait till you see the, the oh, hilarity that this ensues this with footage. this project. This is amazing footage. Let's watch. There she is. You see her in the background there. You see her, She's a little tiny. All the way at the back. Hands it off to her. Here she goes. Wide open hole. Oh, oh. Just Christ. obliterated. Okay, well, she, she gets another chance here. Again, here it comes. And. Oh, look at that. Boink. Oh! Nothing. Again, these are huge holes that any other running back in the league easily yeah, scores she's on. Not, she's pretty slow on that, back, I think. That's no on number two. Let's see if this happens again. Uh, handoff, Right side. Boom. Oh, I mean, come on. Why are they letting that guy by, though? That's un- that's Im- unbearable. What do you mean? It's not the line's fault. Yeah, yeah they're, just, they're just letting them. Here's another uh, handoff. Uh, looking, Things are looking good. Oh, no. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. I mean, this is a joke. And, like, it's not her fault that she's tiny and outsized by guys and is not as strong. Um, but uh, this is not... This is a, the football, first of all. Why are they running? Because they want to give the ball to her. Get because the they want t- to make a stupid statement and <laughs> get in the news and get their footage shown, which they did. Yes, they did. It worked.
3: But
1: we did have, actually, when, um, when uh, Elvis was in high school, junior high school, high school there was a girl that played on his team that wanted to try out as a... She wanted to be the kicker. The kicker. But to be on the team, you had to play all the positions, right? So she was like, you know, third or fourth string defensive lineman or something. <laughs> and uh, and then... On uh, a team with, a, a with
0: an NFL prospect.
1: And then a kicker. You right. know. Right. So, uh, and she practiced with the team for about three weeks. Three or four weeks. And the coach was like, yeah, I'm letting her. If she wants to play, she can play. Let's go. She's good. I'm using her. And I think that's kind of where every coach is
0: and that's where you should uh, be you know, by the if you're, way if she's good i'm using her however you can't sit here and complain about gender bathrooms in a situation where genitals are out right like <laughs> i you know you, you gotta they gotta you gotta take the pants down it's, you know like th- these things occur in a bathroom so it's the most intimate time right, right. i mean uh, at least uh, with that it would be associated with a sports yeah. league um and it, you can't say that yeah of course obviously men and women should be able to be in the same bathrooms and then at the same time say by the way men uh, and women should not compete in the same league um you know if you if you say that there's if a person wants to be in the other bathroom and you're okay with that then you got to let them go in the other leagues and they'll let women come in, in into the leagues and try out they, there's sure. been some kickers it's usually kicker because obviously there is a difference however if you are a person who believes this is a human rights issue to the point that you pull your championship out of North Carolina because you believe it's a human rights issue, how can you possibly prioritize the sanctity of your sport over that? You're saying a human rights issue there. But when it comes to men playing in the Women's Basketball Association, you're not going to allow that to happen. And by the way, you want to see what happens when women go in the men's football leagues. He's just saw it. I mean, these are, and this is—it's. I don't even think it was arena football. I think it was a minor league arena football uh, situation. Ooh, um, and she make was it getting ten bucks a game. Oh, yeah, it's not the big... but I mean, she's getting blown up, blown yeah, up. Bad. And by the way, to her credit, she came out and she said, you know, she was okay after the game, and said, uh, you know, I, I, you know, tried my best, and uh, you know, uh, I, I. She even talked trash to some of the players who were tackling her, which is kind <laughs> of funny. You kind of like her. You like her attitude, that is but funny. her attitude doesn't get you touchdowns. Attitude. Uh, and, uh, and believing you're as strong as a dude does not get you in the end zone, and that 's what this is supposed to be about merit and I honestly think if you you should seriously consider this National Basketball Association you' one of these people uh, one of the groups that have been bitching about the bathroom issue and, and, and they want to be all progressive on gender, close, shutter the doors of the WNBA and have them open tryouts for the NBA. Let, you know, let Diana Taurasi come out and play uh, for the Phoenix Suns instead. Now, she's the, probably the best basketball player I've ever seen that's a female. But still, there, she would not step foot on that court and be able to compete with the, with the 12th guy on the bench. It's just the way it is. It, it's uh, Sorry. Uh, if they want to play all out, now she can make open jo- shots and occasionally she'd get some. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, other than that, she would not be able to defend anybody. And they would, she would be overpowered in every situation. It's not because she's a terrible player. It's because she's one of the best female basketball players of all time and still is not even competitive with male basketball players. Sorry. Wow. I, it's just the way it is. It's true. How um, I, do I, you hate? But, I mean, why are you separating the genders in your leagues but you'll pull but out you'll championships pull out, out of states yeah. because they want to separate genders in bathrooms? That is completely hypocritical. Sure is. Close the WNBA. The other part of this which would be good is, I don't have to see the highlights on SportsCenter anymore. Okay? Close it. By the way, same thing with the Olympics. Gymnastics is a good example of that. You know what? Women may very well kick the crap out of the guys in gymnastics. I don't know. Figure skating? They might be better. Maybe they'll win all the events. Tennis? Mm, Probably not. Uh, Basketball? Football? No. Baseball? Uh-uh. But still, some sports, maybe women would and, be better.
1: Any of the track and field events, other than running.
0: And it's a, that's the most pure example. It's the most pure example. The women's 100-meter dash record is what? Ten and a half? Whatever. The guys' is nine and a half? And that doesn't sound like a big uh, deal, but uh, wait till you see it on, 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 the, on track. the track. On the track. It's a big deal. All right, what is the women's? Let's see what the women's 100-meter record is. Because uh, uh, Usain Bolt, of course... Uh, uh, has the men's world record, which I think was like nine five five something like that. Um, Hundred meter record. He's kind of fast. My oh, God, he's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, men's nine five eight uh, for the men. God, I almost nailed this exactly. Florence Griffith Joyner. Remember that name? Nineteen eighty eight. Ten point four nine. Wow. No improvement since nineteen eighty eight on that wow. women's record. That's that's uh, that's amazing. Uh And, is. and, and it was Usain Bolt two thousand nine nine point five eight. That's pretty incredible. Now I remember. In I think it was the night. Was it the 1988 Olympics with Ben Johnson? I think it was. Yeah, were uh, ben Johnson, Carl Lewis, that big battle where they had, yeah, it was a huge thing. He won that uh, 100 meter and had the medal strip from him for right. steroids. That was a big story at the time. But I remember specifically, his winning time was 979. Now, that's with steroids in 1988, and we've gone from 979 to 958, uh, and the women are still at 1049? Come on. What's going on? Come on, ladies. Step it up. What is going on? All this freedom Beyonce has given you, and this is what you do? Come on.
1: Are you telling them to do drugs?
0: Yes. So am I. Drug- <laughs> and by the way, if you want to buy them, it's jeffy.com. Jeffy.com. I don't think they're going to call you on the web, though. That would be interesting. Yeah, the number's out there. Uh, by the way, if you have a phone, you want to call Jeffy uh, for one of his shady <laughs> deals, uh, let, me, uh, let me recommend a place to do it. Uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile. Uh, they're not actually recommending you call drug dealers with their service, by the way. I should probably point that out considering this is an advertisement. Uh, <laughs> they were like, um, guys, we, got a, we have an investigation going on. Apparently, you've been encouraging people to call drug dealers with Patriot Mobile phones. Uh, probably not a good idea. So uh, Patriot Mobile is, is, a great, is a great company. Um, why? Because they're the only conservative uh, cell phone company. And you might think, isn't cell phone coverage sort of bipartisan? Does it matter which cell phone uh, company you use? Yes, the answer to that is yes, because uh, every cell phone company... Uh, that the big ones we're talking about, uh, they will take some of your money and they will donate it to their causes that make them feel good. And guess which ones make them feel good? And guess what cause? Now, this, I'm not even talking about the ones that are really ideological, who will spend up to 80 million dollars on these causes, donating to things like Planned Parenthood, uh, you know, crazy sort of environmental organizations, uh, uh, anti-gun groups. Big time anti gun yes. groups. One of the groups that you can donate to when you go, when uh, you go to Patriot Mobile, they're going to donate up to five percent of your monthly bill uh, to the uh, conservative charity of your choice, and one of them is the NRA. You know, I think it's the number one uh, charity that goes through Patriot Mobile. People want to go to the NRA to pe- defend the Second Amendment. Do you want to help destroy the Second Amendment with your cell phone bill or help defend it? It's a pretty it's a pretty stark choice there. Um, and, you know, the good thing about it is it's not all about the cause. They're going to offer you all the nationwide talk and text, high-speed, 4G, LTE data at competitive prices. Uh, they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to build it the conservative organization of your choice. And they will buy out your current contract. We're talking up to $1,500 per account. And you can keep your phone number. Uh, plus, you can get nationwide coverage and support the conservative values you believe in. Uh, you can get a free iPhone 5s or a Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a forty-five dollar unlimited talk, text, and data plan, or choose from any other great phones. I have an iPhone Seven from uh, Patriot Mobile, so you can get pretty much anything. Um, Patriot Mobile also gives ten uh, percent off to military veterans, first responders, and their families. Call them now. Patriot Mobile will waive the thirty-five dollar activation fee with the promo code Pat and Stu. Go to patriotmobile.com/patandstu or call one eight hundred a Patriot. Make it your last call from your current phone provider. One eight hundred a Patriot. Or patriotmobile.com slash Pat and uh, uh, Just to put a little cap on our last conversation about men and female sports. Um, now, again, track is the perfect example of this. Are you I, apologizing yes, to females apologize. now? When I make mistakes, I will apologize. Okay. Um, we talked about track being the, spe- the purest example, because it's not... Yeah, any of, the it's, track, any of the track and field events, oh my gosh. Right, it's just speed. Like, 100-meter dash, it's how fast you can run, period. Every, every you know, it's not like a baseball stadium that there's different dimensions, right? Like, you, you know, softball, you know, women pitch underhand and men pitch overhand. Like, there's a lot of differences. Track is pure. It's just run as fast as you can. So the record is, uh, is actually, I said it was 10.49. It's actually 10.13. No. What? 10.13. I, I I told you if I made a mistake, I would I would tell you about it. All right. The only issue is I didn't make a mistake. 10.13 is the Texas High School men's record. 10.13. The women of all the globe. <laughs> it's 10.49. <laughs> Texas, one state high school record, 10.13 women all around the globe, (laughs)
2: 10.49.
0: I mean, so uh, there's a difference. This is not, there's a difference. There is a difference. I will give you that. Uh, Interesting story from Philadelphia, man, and this is amazing. It's so typical of our stupid country and our. Dumber cities, and you're like, well what about the hicks out no Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even, don't even try that. This is so typical of what happens in cities because people, you have this weird confluence of hardcore liberalism uh, and uh, from white elites oh, and yeah. uh, uh, poor people who depend on the government because of the policies white elites have passed over the years, and then can't see the benefits in actual capitalism. So there's a there's a, uh, there's a story uh, from Philly, um, and the guy's name is... Uh, I keep trying to think about his first name. Um, Ori. Ori Feibush. I love okay. Ori. Ori Feibish. He's a guy who was, uh, in 2012, he got a bunch of attention. He was a developer who cleaned up a trash-filled city-owned lot without permission. Instead of being applauded for spending $23,000 of his own money and hauling away 40 tons of trash, he got hassled by the city for trespassing. <laughs> of course. Um, so the new thing is he's decided, he's. I guess he just loves Philly, loves this area, and has decided to try to make it better. So he's built new buildings, new housing complexes in the city. Um, latest chapter was written this week when uh, um, someone actually torched the townhouses under construction at 20th and Wharton Streets. The firebombing should be treated as domestic terrorism, an attack designed to make an evil political statement. It was the latest in an escalating string of vandalism that started in 2012 when a dead pit bull was left on the uh, doorstep of his Point Breeze home and windows in some of his properties were smashed. Uh, Some neighborhood people hate him and his real estate empire. And he was. He went to Temple, wow. Temple, which is in Philly, moved to Point Breeze in 2005, seeking a home and business opportunity. The contrast between gritty Point Breeze and uh, green and white Upper Dublin when he grew up was night and day. He bought properties and lots in Point Breeze because they were cheap, and they were cheap because the neighborhood was in deep decay with abandoned properties, crack houses, trash strewn vacant lots, and violence. He rolled up his sleeves and his bankroll and transformed empty lots... Or dilapidated properties in Point Breeze and elsewhere into townhouses selling from two hundred fifty thousand to a million dollars. So takes this crap heap of a neighborhood, puts in nice new stuff, and all of the real estate values go up. Where do the real people go to? This is what it comes down to. Where right? do the
1: real people it go was, after that?
0: It was good for t- city tax rolls, but it wasn't always good for the residents yep. who remained in their homes. Why? As real estate values in the neighborhood rose, so did real estate taxes, of which proved burdensome for some of the original residents who were on fixed incomes. Now. This is somehow the 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 uh, the issue by this developer, this guy who's coming to try to rescue a dilapidated part of the city, because he has increased property values, and in turn the city has raised taxes. That's not the city's fault. That's his fault, because the city right. has decided to charge these people more in taxes. Now. I think you could probably sensibly come to some solution where, okay, well, just their, maybe their property uh, values haven't gone up as much as you think, and maybe they shouldn't have to pay the higher taxes. But that's just one part of it. Um, so goes on the, the column, and it's from the, uh, I think it's the Daily News, Philly Daily News? Uh, yes. Philly, philly.com. Um, and it uh, goes on to kind of explain a lot of the details uh, of the story um, and gives you um, uh, the idea that at the end, here's a guy. Who comes in and tries to make this this part of the city better and gets complaints about uh, improving it because you've improved it too much. Now, the, now of course, the people who lived in these old places could now sell them gigantic profits and move to a really nice area somewhere else, probably, if they wanted to take advantage of it. Or, or they can deal with the current situation. They have those or, two
1: choices. Had I known he was going to fix the place up so nice, I wouldn't have sold it to him so cheap.
0: Yeah, probably a lot of people I did do that. more money. Yeah, exactly. You I wouldn't be surprised more money. if they're coming back. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Um, and you know, this Philadelphia is Philadelphia these... is famous for their taxes anyway. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's oh, unbelievable. It ran, my father-in-law owned a shop in downtown Philly, and it eventually ran him out. Oh, I mean, I mean it, it was just too much. It was. Everybody is coming for their piece in the pie, uh, um, and it just keeps go up and up
0: and up and up until he's like, I can't even pay you people anymore despite the constant uh claims by breitbart and others uh, you may know glenn beck as someone who has a little bit of money <laughs> uh you know he's not that he's not exactly jeffy level let's put it that way you know he's not exactly and that's why we hate him yes that's why we hate him um but uh you know this is you know this is a he's built a big company um when we had a chance to uh, launch a syndicated show um, which was uh, obviously, you know, these, you know, worth millions and millions of dollars a year in advertising and everything yep. else. There's lots of revenue that comes into these shows. It's a nice little business if you can get into it. Which is kind of why I tried to get into it. Anyway, uh, at least partially. Um, so, you know, you get into this business, and we, we're building brand new studios in, in in Philadelphia. Sort of. Sort of. The address, I believe, was 2 Bala Plaza. Yes. Uh, Bala Plaza indicates uh, its location, uh, Bala Kinwood. <laughs> Uh, f- uh, f- uh, Pennsylvania. Now, Balakinwood, Pennsylvania, is really close. Really so it's like, it's like close. It starts so like a road. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a, <laughs> a, <laughs> like half a road over. There is a, 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 an avenue in uh, in, ba- in Balakinwood in Philadelphia called City Line Avenue. <laughs> city Line Avenue indicates the line between the city and Balakinwood. So you have Philly, the city, and Balakinwood, the suburb. Right. It's amazing to see the development on the Balakinwood side of that road. Why you ask? Well, there's a five percent, I believe it is, city wage tax, um, among other taxes that applies to people uh, in Philadelphia. So anyone who who builds on that side of the road gets hit with all these extra taxes. You build on the other side of the road, uh, you don't pay those taxes. So guess where huh. everyone builds? They all build on the Balakinwood side of the road. So that road is completely packed with buildings, and this is many years ago. I bet
1: have- though, I bet I can go on that side of the road. I bet I can go on that side of the road and buy sodas, sodas in Pennsylvania now, without the Philadelphia tax. Oh, right in was.
0: It's absolutely true. You go outside of that area, and you have no taxes. The same thing happens if you go on, I if you live near a state line, if you're one of the people, I was like, like me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I lived in uh, Yardley, Pennsylvania, Jeffy uh, lived uh, close to that as well, it's right across the river. So um, to New Jersey, to New Jersey. So on one side of the river are uh, a lot of uh, liquor stores, for example, yeah. because the liquor stores in one of those er- I can't remember which way this went. Uh, the liquor stores on one side of the river have better laws than the other state. And the same thing happens with cigarettes. So there's a bunch of cigarette yeah. stores, I think it's in Pennsylvania, uh, right across the So everyone drives across the border and goes it's and buys all the cigarettes. And then they the drive back on the other side and, the and buy the booze because they think it's open later or whatever the rule is. I don't remember now. A Point being, though, that like when you try to put these little lines on, um, people find ways to get around them. They're smart. Um, my they favorite, they, they my have favorite self-interest.
1: Stu- my favorite stupid law, I think, is in New Jersey, though, where you can't pump your own gas. It's so weird. I remember the first time I, I got gas uh, the, in New Jersey. And I, yeah, I'd hop out of my car and get in. A, and I mean, it was I thought the authorities were going to be called. Yeah. Because I was starting to pump my own gas. I mean, yeah. they was like, no, I got it. dude. Don't, don't worry about it. I don't need your help. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's
0: the law. Yes, you do. You're not pumping your own gas. And if you've never been to New Jersey, I mean, it, it's wow. It's, every place you go to get your gas is there's an they attendant, and they come out and do it for you, and you can't do it yourself. Don't. Touch the pump. You can't even say, look, it's all right, I'll pay the same I price. I, I, got it. It. I got it. I got it. Nope. You don't touch it. They do it for you. And, and and of course the one of the reasons they can get away with it is because in that area for that area, New Jersey has cheap gas. Because a lot of the refineries are in the right. state. Um, so they have pretty cheap gas in in, uh, in New Jersey, so people don't mind it that much. You get it for the same price in you know, New York that you're paying, um, for uh full, uh, for uh, self-service, you get full service in New Jersey. Right. So people don't mind it all that much. Um, but it is, it's, it, and it's, it's certainly nice. I, there I mean, are, you got there used were times, to it. There were you t- get used to it. I, I, you know,
1: I'll grant you that. No, I'm not saying look, that I full didn't service, get used better to it. better than self-serve. Clearly. Clearly.
0: Plus in the middle of winter, uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Fill in, the mil- up. in the middle of winter, I'm crossing the border going the Fill other way. Fill it up. I'll, I'll be honest about it. Yeah, you can go the other way. You're like, uh, yeah, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm going to get gas because <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> this, this state sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it, it's true, though. It's, it's a weird thing, and, 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 and it affects so many communities. I because, I mean, look, we have 50 states, and we believe in federalism. And this is why you don't, you don't say, the answer to this is not to say, well, People in New York, businesses in New York are being hurt by this. What we need to do is make a federal law that no. requires full serve everywhere so everyone can be on equal playing ground. Um, no, no, now, federalism teaches you which option is better, okay? You wind up, if you have lower taxes in one state, I know, again. Why did I live one block away from New Jersey? I'll tell you why. Pennsylvania's taxes. That's why. That's why I chose to live a block away from the freaking river because I, I wanted to, I had to commute to uh, New York City, and the train left from Trenton, New Jersey. So I was one little block, a five-minute drive, right to the train station. And I chose the house specifically because I didn't want to pay New Jersey taxes. This is before I uh, fell in love with renting. It's a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But still, I mean, seems like another lifetime ago. Yeah, that's because the last house worked out really well. Uh, The one I did buy there did not. Uh, Huh. You know, one thing just uh, just uh, if you're going to purchase a house, a little tip for you: uh, don't uh, don't buy it in 2006. Really? Try to try to stay away from that. What
1: about uh, what about like 08, 09? Right in there. (laughs) No, because.
0: I thought it was a good move. 09 is was a little bit better than 06. I thought it was I mean, a good move. I bought at the peak. But but you know the thing uh, is of course when you buy it at the peak uh, Jeffy you also sell at the peak. Um, so uh, that's the good side. Sell your house at the peak, buy your house at the bottom. I didn't really buy low, sell high. Something I always try to live by and never you could, I could sell a house. I just thought you just bought them. just thought you bought them. You thought <laughs> you just, just turned in the just keys and, uh, uh, you know who sells them? Sells them. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck. Oh, by the way, you were going to the uh, the, the, the uh, soda tax here. We, we should discuss quickly. In Seattle, um, Matt, Mayor Ed Murray uh, made a uh, change to his proposed soda tax, which originally was going to charge two ounces, two cents per ounce on sugary drinks, but was reduced to one point seven five cents per ounce. After critics accused his plan of being racist, Murray added a diet soda tax to his plan on Thursday. Again, like, now they're, they're not even trying so to say the it's about health anymore. And who's the racist? Yeah. Mm. I mean, come on. They passed the. uh, They proposed the soda tax in February, estimating the additional revenue would amount to 16 million. Now they're saying it's going to be 23 million because they're hitting people uh, on on diet soda as well. Um, They said the tax uh, would work as a deterrent to force consumers to make healthier choices. Well, when you tax something, you get less of it. That's true. Um, Ask the people who are employing people in your in your community um, for uh, for whether they decide uh you know uh they like that you know whether the beverage distributors we're
1: not telling them they can't have something we're just making it of less available or more expensive so they're making the right choice Mm -hmm. that we believe is the choice they should be making
0: well and it's nonsense too because it doesn't even work uh if, (laughs) if if people don't purchase soda The city can't get tax from the soda. This is exactly what happened in Philadelphia when Mayor Jim Kenney also initially predicted the additional revenue provided by the tax, $400 million in three years, would fund universal pre-K for the city uh, and repay a bond. How's that working out for you, Mayor? In fact, sugary drink purchases have plummeted in Philadelphia to such an extent that tax receipts have created... Uh, have cratered both on sugary drinks and groceries overall. The experience of Philadelphia shows the obvious, that cities can either prevent people from drinking sodas or raise more money from taxes on sodas, but not both at the same time. It happens all the time. And by the way, the appropriate one is let people make their own choices and get out of their business. <laughs> <laughs> what, Thank what you. Are, what are you doing? I, I guess you. you're going to be pro-choice then. No, not one, could, not one ending other people's lives. No, that is an exception. You're right. Uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't allow i sh- you, you shouldn't pass a law that says i can kill jeffy i mean I, i'm going to do that either way but uh you shouldn't pass a law that says no, that there should not can. be a law for that
1: but government is famous for doing things uh set, telling people to you know uh i don't Conserve water. Let's use this for an example. Sure. Conserve water. It's time. You need to conserve water. You need to conserve water. We need to have you put in special toilets. We need to have you put put a brick in your tank so you're using less water to flush. Right. We need to... Pre- then, oh, well, you know, people aren't using as much
0: water as they were. We're going to have to raise the price. Of course. It's always the same thing, isn't it? All right, we got to take a break. We're running really late. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven. Beck is the phone number. Back with more. Pat and Stu with Jeffy stepping in. Unfortunately, next. Heal O'Neal, uh, of course, uh, NBA analyst now and uh, former NBA star, certainly Hall of Famer, uh, and he is thinking about becoming sheriff. Good he's, for him. He's had a real connection with the police for a long time, actually, um, and uh, is now looking, thinking about running for sheriff in Georgia. Uh, he, you know, he wants to bring people closer together um, and also heal your wounds with Icy Hot. I will say he's the guy that, man, you want to talk about a guy who, who does a lot of commercials. Uh, Shaquille Shaq and still, he does not still off. Shaq
1: still's going to the bank. Shaq is still going to the bank for these companies. There's yeah. no question
0: about that. Yeah, no, he, mean, does, he, he does is, well for himself. Yes, he does. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I, I actually like, I like when these, you know, like big stars like this do this stuff. You know, he wants to be, a, he wants to be a sheriff. I think that's cool. Um, you know, I, and by the way, uh, I think you would say Paul will probably be president of the United States soon. Just because it just <laughs> seems like this is the way we're going. like President Shaq seems like that's seems probably like could where happen. we should be. And actually, I laugh, and then I think you're right. Absolutely. I mean, we're I certainly on that right. road. Um, now,
1: I would think I would think Shaq, as president of the United States, would be great. Come uh, on. All those no- little bougie little politicians running around seven-foot ones, Shaq. What?
0: Well, he said that was one well, of the nothing, things sir. Uh, Lyndon Johnson did, because he was a big dude. And he would physically intimidate people, particularly when he well, was in it. his Senate years, by like leaning in. You know, he, he would have that. He had that physical presence. Yeah. Um, and he was get able into your to, space. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, that was the, he was known for getting nothing, into people's space. Nothing, sir. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of the actual president, by the way, did you see this uh, video? It went viral. Um, it's this little girl, really. Uh, being a jerk to the president um, and, uh, and, and putting it in his face. <laughs> and liberals loved it. Th- hundreds of thousands of retweets and shares. Check out the video. says you're a disgrace to the nation. Is that what she says? To the world. Disgrace to the world. And that's a uh, wow. I mean, it got retweeted and shared like crazy. Uh, only problem was it was just a clip from the Comedy Central. And they cut out the logo. So it made it it fooled all the liberals into thinking it was real. It wasn't. Of course. It was actually just an impersonator. Did you?
1: Now, I remember seeing this uh, Mm -hmm. the first time and thinking when I saw it, that's
0: not real. I mean, that's not real. I don't know. It seemed like it would be all over the news if it was. Uh, Yes. But no. It was from the Comedy Central series, The President Show, which I did not know existed. Existed? No, it's on Comedy Central. Right, so I say the uh, person the here was guy. Anthony A- 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 Adamanik. Is that the, the, the guy we had in? Was no, it? I don't think no, so. I don't think so. Um, but uh, so and not real, not real. So you can make fun of all your liberal friends that share it with you. Uh, and I should know them. his name, too, the guy we had in. He was really good. He was good. Uh, all right, 727, Beck is the number. Jeffy's unique spin on the news of the day, if he can figure out how to read the words in the stories, is coming up next. I got to do what? Oh, you got to read the stories so that people know, you know, like the Jeffy time, like what, like what stories you're talking about. You're gonna need to like know the words, the names. Weird. That Jeffy found it felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore.
1: All right, first of all, uh, I'd like to talk about a Virginia high school who uh, had some students getting ready to graduate and they were going to join the military. And some other students said, you know, we should really support them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We should support them and, uh, you know what, we should put some flags on our cars. Sounds great. And some more students got together and said, you know, that's great. We should do that. Let's put some more flags on our cars. Pretty soon the parking lot was full of flags. And then came the complaint. The complaint from students who said, hey, we don't like all the cars with flags on it. We don't like it. <laughs> so. We want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And? That shouldn't be. And then comes the email from the principal. What is it? What happens? The principal says, mm, despite the complaints, uh, we've decided to defend the students, and uh, they can keep it. The oh, really? Stay on the oh, I know. It's a weird
0: twist in today's I world. I know. Yeah.
1: Big time. I uh, just loved it. doesn't get any better than that. These kids have done it for themselves, and that's really, really patriotic symbol of what this country is. How nice. great is that's that? Great. I know. That's great. I, I'm all about that because, as every time, I almost don't read those flag stories because it's happened several times yeah. around the country where kids try to push the limit with putting a flag on their car and then, eh, eh. oh no, we can't do that. That's uh, that's racist to have the United States flag. Yeah, I, that your is car. where I thought you were going on this one.
0: Thank God, uh, we actually have a positive
1: story. Right. Uh, second, before we uh, end this hour, I just want to say that this is day two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, day two of uh, of the weight loss challenge. What well, I saw
0: you hashtag uh, that hash-
1: Jeffy's fat loss challenge or something. I think
0: it was the uh, eighteen day Jeffy Fat Guy <laughs> challenge. Um, Either day- way,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll hashtag it out. But uh, as uh, so, yesterday we was zero, and today is uh, was uh, almost four. You lost four Three, pounds in almost one day. I lost four.
0: 3.8 pounds. Well, 3. Wow. I only lost a 3. pound. 8. But I feel like that's still pretty good. 3.8. But percentages. Right? Percentages. That's true. Mine was 16 times your percentage. Wait, what? If I calculated what? that right. I mean, 3.8 so. pounds.
2: That's
0: like a of bucket of water out of the ocean. It's incredible, man. When, when you start off a diet, like and you've been eating like, crap for a while and you start weighing yourself, it just comes off really fast at the beginning. It seems so encouraging. And then all of a sudden it stops. Yes. But not and in 18 then back days. Back the pizza. <laughs> not in 18 days, baby. <laughs> We're gonna work hard. Have to. We have to. We want to be a thinner show for you, uh, the right? viewer, because you have to actually visually see us, which is hideous and disgusting, and we realize it. We're gonna do our best. Welcome to the Glenbeck Program Studios in Antarctica. Uh, that's where we broadcast from every day. It's outside. You can't, it looks like we're inside. There's just a fake wall, and we're out exposed to the elements here yeah, in you Antarctica. a heater
2: behind you it and is, everything. Look, Shut look up.
0: If, ever, if you haven't watched the show in a while. Or if Shut up. If you're kind of new. Look at this. I see, like, behind my all the time. I mean, why don't you just bring your blanket and your little footy thing in and just wrap yourself up in here? That looks like a fan. It is not a fan. It is just a heater. But I can't turn. Like, they have the, the, the um, space heaters that you buy, you know, but they, ha- they usually have fans on them and they're too loud when you have it when you're actually broadcasting so that one like a little like radiated heater and I've got a foot heater and an electric blanket during the radio show sad, is what um, it is sad. I have a, I have space heaters up in my office oh my god you want to talk about horrific
2: let <laughs> going into that room <laughs>
0: You want to talk it's about right. close to death? Just go into that room. We have meetings up in, in my office sometimes, like with the, with the, and then they come in, and, you know, and it's like it's legitimately twenty degrees warmer <laughs> than everywhere else in the in the building. Yeah. Um, Only twenty? I, I you need to
1: refigure. <laughs> is uh, it's,
0: it's oh comfortable? We're still alive. Fires of hell. And and this is a factor of laziness, but like I came in today and I was kind of like I had a bunch of stuff to do in the morning and I was sitting in there like you know writing stuff uh, in the morning. Uh, and it got close to super so close to showtime, and I was like, "Screw it!" I just, I just threw the shirt on it, and I didn't throw a jacket on or a sweater. I know, I was surprised. On. And I'm paying for that right now. It is so. I am so cold. I can't even describe to you how cold I am. <laughs> I, like,
1: I, my I had him kill are a blower like earlier. I, there's, there's three big blowers in here. Mm-hmm. Three big blowers. Now, normally, what, what the the situation is? Normally, mm-hmm. what the situation is mm-hmm. is that three get turned on in the morning. And then the one over that studio where we broadcast uh, radio from yep. gets shut off about 8, 39 o'clock. So we have these two on that blow this side of the building. Okay. And then usually when patents do start, just for you, a little wuss, I kill this
0: one and have them turn that one back on. Hmm. But today. You didn't do that, did you? No. You know why? Because you're doing the show uh, and you're full time, sort of on the air slot here because uh, Pat is out this week. And if you are forced to talk in a seat <laughs> for for 120 straight minutes, sweat. you're going to I sweat like sweat. a pig, is I what's going to happen. You need, what you need is a new medical breakthrough to stop you from sweating. I well, was
1: told that I used to sweat in the crib. My mom said I used to sweat when I was a
0: baby, so it's just part of my DNA, bro. That's a, that's a, a really extensive medical diagnosis of that. I, you, I, I you know. My doesn't, Are you saying my mother doesn't know her own child? I'm sure she does. That doesn't make a difference. You, you could stop it. We can correct your problems. I'm not saying you didn't have a problem. I would argue the opposite. You do have many problems. <laughs> I would just say that it would be nice if we could cure one of them, like your flop sweat. I mean, just, just because, mainly because I just don't want to see it. It's like, you know, like it's all just drenched. You're just drenched all the time. You know, poor guy. You know, it does happen. It's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. It's you know, just we, part of the deal. We used to do a uh, broadcast in Tampa, Florida at the Gasparilla Parade. Uh, Gasparilla's kind of like Tampa's Mardi Gras. Um, oh, yeah, big the, time. At least the night parade is like Mardi Gras. The day parade is more like family-friendly, but still, <laughs> it can be a little, it can push it a little bit. But it's all pirate-themed, as you might, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you might kind of uh, understand that. Um, but we would do play-by-play of the parade. So Which was some fan- Fantastic broadcast. You'd say, by the "Wait way. a minute, why would you guys?" Well, we were. It was a big event in Tampa. The local station, the Mothership, nine seventy WFLA, would send us out there, and for you know, we'd be like, "Oh yeah, we'll do it." And then Glenn decided, "I don't really want to do it. It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday, right?" Yeah. He's like, "I don't want to get up on a Saturday and go down there. It's impossible." What we need to do the first year is do the worst coverage possible. Then they'll never invite us back. Which we did. Which we did. I mean, it was to the, it was very offensive. Uh, I would say the coverage was incredibly offensive. We we were. Almost all Jeffy's for the day because we wanted to get thrown (laughs) off the broadcast so we wouldn't have to go back the next year. Well, it wound up being, uh, oddly, very popular, uh, the coverage. Um, But it did not change the fact that it was, you know, very warm outside and Jeffy was outside outside as well. And there was maybe, uh, like, when you left, you left in a boat uh, because there was just sweat everywhere around you. In Florida,
1: you always go, you
0: never travel anywhere without a towel. That's Florida. That's true. You knew it would always be like, just. <laughs> he was the first. He had, he had the dab before anyone else did. It just wasn't a dance. It was just the dab of the forehead. Oh, man. Shorts and a t shirt oh. and a towel. That's, mm-hmm. where you, that's where you're going. Let's uh, go. Time uh, to go. Let me plea with big pharma, pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> Jeffy Flop Sweat. Do you have anything that you could develop? Could you work on that a little bit? See, what it is is it changes.
1: That if I was thinking about this this morning, as a matter of fact, It's changes in temperature that throw you off, and then my body gets lost and it has to settle itself down. That's my medical condition. What else we got to talk about today?
0: Well, let's talk about uh, medical conditions here for a moment. Uh, We uh, were on Wonderful World of Stew this uh, past week, and uh, we were talking about how lawsuits affect your health. I mean, we talk so much about health care and Obamacare and the AHCA and the ACA and all the other crap. Um, you know, we forget how good we have it in this country. I mean, we really do have still, even with Obamacare, one of the best healthcare, uh, um, systems in the world. And, um, a lot of that is because a we didn't have Obamacare for a long time, so we got a nice running start. No kidding. And b a lot of other countries are worse. I mean, they you know as as, as bad as Obamacare is, a lot of other countries have single payer healthcare, completely government healthcare, like in Great Britain. Um, many other uh, uh, you know giant everyone's got some form of socialism uh, when it comes to this issue, um, and so uh, we think about like how how those systems are even able to survive, and a lot of it's because of us. It's a lot of uh, American spending, American development, and then that kind of gets distributed to the world. Um, But the way these companies are vilified and targeted is so bizarre. Uh, It's so strange. Um, And one kind of crazy example from the past uh, kind of was brought to the forefront uh, this week. Check it out. Ah, those evil drug companies. Why are they so intent on killing us just to score another extra private jet for their personal fleets? (laughs) Why do they create medications just to slowly incapacitate our bowels and make our pancreas explode? Why do people believe this crap? Let's think of the business model of a big drug company for a second. They spend years and years and billions of dollars developing products with no promise or timeline for success. If they discover something that works... They get bogged down in years and years and years and years and years of bureaucratic red tape. They have a very limited prospective customer base. Very few people without irritable bowel syndrome are buying the drugs created to treat it. And when a product finally gets on the market, they are flooded both with complaints that they should be giving it away for free and with lawsuits claiming they never should have made it in the first place. For the love of your politically correct deity of choice, why do we screw with these people? Drug companies make their money helping us. That's the definition of the pinnacle of capitalism. Take your unbridled greed and sue someone who isn't trying to stop flesh-eating bacteria. Go sue Starburst for giving you far too few of the pink ones. That's legitimate. Just stop discouraging the people who want to make grandma's tumor go away. Let's use an example so unpopular, it can only be attempted by someone as unpopular as me. Do you remember Fen-Fen? Hmm. It was a weight-loss drug combo produced by drug giant Wyeth, a company since folded into Pfizer. Fenfen Fen was pulled off the market after a Mayo Clinic report linked it to heart valve disease. The finding was based on 24 people. In 1996 alone, doctors wrote 18 million prescriptions for it. How many people had FenFen Fen helped avoid obesity? How many heart attacks did it prevent? How many could it have prevented? A New England Journal of Medicine editorial estimated the benefit to risk ratio at 20 to 1. For every one person who died, the drugs saved 20. Also, they found that while the risk of getting heart valve disease was increased, there was a 5,000% better chance of a non-smoker getting lung cancer. However, not all studies were so optimistic, and the combination of the media, the government, and some real side effects doomed the drugs. Once they were off the market, though, <laughs> the lawsuits started flowing. To get some cash from Wyeth, you had to show two things. One, you were sick. And two, you took the medicine. What they did not require was for you to provide any indication that the medicine actually caused the sickness. If that decision wasn't bad enough, Wyeth also figured that the constant testing and paperwork would be too much to handle, so they let any qualified doctor do the required echocardiogram and submit the forms. The lure of easy class-action payouts and quick settlements literally created an entire industry. Lawyers spent millions in advertising trying to excavate clients. Law firms were created solely to handle Fen-Fen cases, some employing sonographers and buying their own echocardiogram equipment. Lawyers began awarding bonuses to doctors for each time they found someone they could submit to the class action. Law firm employees trained sonographers on how to set the echocardiograph dials to make the tests look as bad as possible. One Dallas attorney even set up his own echocardiogram company. Law firms were holding mass echocardiogram sessions in hotel rooms. Companies developed mobile echocardiogram centers, the meals on wheels of heart valve testing. Finally, Wyeth was tipped off by a nurse and began to check the work more closely. The fraud they found hasn't been seen since the crying game which is such an outdated reference, here's a quick explainer of the relevant scene in the movie. And now, it's time for an ancient reference explainer. There's some really pointless terrorism plot that you don't need to know about. But there's a guy and a girl, and they start making out. The guy runs his hand up her skirt, but she stops him, and they do some other stuff instead. The next day, they get together again. This time, she has a robe on. When he goes to remove it, he finds out that she's a dude. And then I think he vomits in the sink or something.
3: This has been an ancient
0: reference explainer on the wonderful world of stew. Okay, uh, back to the Fenfen fraud. One group of 4,600 claims was examined and over 60% were disqualified. Another group of 968 claims were examined. 70% were disqualified. One doctor was mysteriously finding more than 12 times the number of victims that they found in a blind study. Of 1,500 claims in a Mississippi group, less than 50 were legitimate. The ringleader of this scam actually made fake medication labels to prove they took the medication. Investigators found people who had actually been fooled into believing they had heart disease when they didn't. One was so convinced that she had unnecessary valve replacement surgery to correct a problem that didn't exist. But no one beats Cheryl Yvonne Barnett. She developed her heart valve problems after taking the drugs for about four months in 1989. The only problem was the drugs weren't even available until 1996. Oops. Also, the doctor she said prescribed the medicine didn't exist. And the pharmacy she said gave her the medication was a parking lot. The judge ordered Cheryl and her lawyer to pay about $10,000 in damages for filing the bogus claim. However, I doubt her law firm, O'Quinn, Lamannak, and Pirtle from Houston, was too worried about it because Cheryl was just one of 3,500 clients they had brought to the Fen-Fen Money Party. One of whom, one of whom, won a verdict of one billion thirteen million eight hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars. Yes, one billion dollars. In the end, the whole fiasco cost a reported twenty-one billion dollars. What was their entire profit on FenFen Fen before they pulled it off the market? About 200 million, or less than 1% of the litigation lottery they funded. Now, if they can only create 104 consecutive wildly successful drugs with no lawsuits, they'll be even. Yay! Damn, these evil drug companies. Mm. So, to review Big Pharma is not out to gouge you for your money and kill you. Profit motives are fine, and helping people is fine. But telling a dude that you're not a dude until they remove your robe and find out that you are a dude is not fine. And if anyone has fenfen left, I'll take it off your hands. I could use it, as you can tell. It's an interesting thing there, Jeffy. What about fenfen for this weight loss challenge? Right. If you have some, I'm all it for to it. Us. I'm I'm in. I'm going to jump in. I'm
1: all for it. On one. Any kind of uh, I am
0: pro-big pharma. I know that comes as a surprise. (laughs) It does a little bit.
1: I am pro-big pharma.
0: I really, I mean, I really am. I think I'm the only person in America sometimes that believes that because, you know, yes, there are issues. Yes, there are stories. You can always find that the horror story, well, they're costing too much money. I mean, when you really think about that business model, which I kind of covered at the beginning of that, I mean, you're just trying crap, right? Like, you have no right. idea what's going to work, and when it does work, everyone hates they do you for pretty, it.
1: In today's world, they do have a pretty good idea of what's going to work and what doesn't.
0: I do I, mean, I mean, they still don't even know how the, a lot of these things do work. Like, they, they develop drugs all the time that seem to have positive effects, but they don't actually know the mechanical process that leads well, to it. Well, which is why,
1: you know, that, that's why you get the disclaimers at the end of every, yeah. ev- of
0: every new medicine, right? I mean, think about that. If, you, if any other product had to... Uh, run the disclaimers required for oh, fake pharmaceutical companies. Bad. They wouldn't sell anything. I mean, you know what? It just, do, but do we, we all want the magic pill. I mean, we're all looking yeah. for the magic pill. So God, we, we
1: disregard that. the disclaimer of, you know, if you feel like you're going to throw up eight hours a day, call a doctor. Stop taking. It yeah, doesn't yeah, matter.
0: Isn't that obvious to most people? Beyond that, though, I actually tend to go the other way on that. It's like, well, they have to include these things that happen to one thousandth yeah, of one percent yeah. of
1: people. Because the way they stud- the way they do the studies is, I mean, it, you have to. They document so much that those disclaimers are for everyone. Everyone, and, I, and that's when we, get, when you go back to uh, uh, making the bathrooms, you want to sure we want to accommodate you, right? We do, mm-hmm. but there's a male one and there's a female one. Pick one.
0: <laughs> well, no, you know, maybe you pick should, one. Maybe it's actually you should just be randomly picking. Maybe that's this uh, pick one. But I guess though, it's weird because even if you believe that drug companies are bad or that drugs are bad, a lot of people like the natural stuff and or whatever. But even if you believe that, even if you believe that. The idea that they have to include all these disclaimers clearly doesn't work because people just ignore them. Because they hear them so often about everything they've ever taken in their entire lives that nobody believes they're right. real.
1: Nobody thinks it's going to be them.
0: Nobody thinks it's going to be them because it's so absurd. You know, you, you, you like, someone lists off in a commercial 55 side effects, you take the drug and get none. And that happens over and over and over again. You're not even looking at that list nope. anymore. No, you're, you're not. At it. it's, it's, it's typical government.
1: No, you're not. And the thing is, is that when you take a drug and you go, hey, you know, I don't like the way that made me feel. Uh, I didn't feel like this. Okay, we'll try this. Okay, that one worked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Such, I,
0: just, I mean, usually, I mean, obviously there are huge uh, cases of allergies and things that can affect certain people. But, I mean, generally speaking, not everything works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But, uh, you know, look, overall... Think of the the advancements that have been made in human uh, existence because of these companies. And we constantly attack them. We, all, we just treat them like it's basically Hitler. Like, yeah, we treat them bad. And like, you know, every, until you get to that point where you need them, man. And everybody loves them. Yeah, everybody wants everybody to be a big pharma. Everyone loves them then. I, I, you know, it's a pretty amazing stat, too, by the way. $21 billion to found those lawsuits, and, and they only made $200 million in profit. You now, $200 million it sounds like a lot in profit. But when you lose one of these things, I mean, one woman won a billion dollars. I wonder if she actually... I don't know what the actual outcome with that, whether she actually collected that or not. But, uh, I mean, let's be honest about it. That's absurd. Um, yes. You know, I mean... Uh it's, it's and it's not a good target, really. I mean, there should be some protections for these companies. And You might say, well, they make a lot of money. They do make good profit margins at times, especially when they get a hit drug. But man, they can lose too. And when they lose, they lose big. They lose real big. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I, I, we were fenfen uh, Fen is a weight loss one that lost real big. There was what was it? Lose weight while you sleep? What was the You're asking me? Yeah, I, I heard you was say was it was about six thousand. I know. Times. I said lose. Now, that's weight not while a pharmaceutical
0: sleep. company. That was more of a uh, hey, was, natural well, solution, right? <laughs> Body Solutions. Body Solutions, yes, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what the heck. Body Solutions. The famous was. Jeffy uh, commercial. Lose, weight while, yeah, lose I mean, weight while you sleep. Lose weight while you sleep. But with Jeff Fisher here for Body Solutions. He, I, mean, I can actually quote the ads. <laughs> <laughs> they ran like 600 times a day on the radio station. We yes, used to work they at.
1: did. Yes, they did. And they paid very well for it.
0: Yeah, well, and you actually did lose a bunch of yes, weight I at did. that time. I do remember. Yes, I did. Um,
1: and it was all while I slept. Anyway, what. Uh, but when they shut that place down, I mean, they shut it down hard. Mm. I mean, they came after, they came after all of them, and it was like, okay, we're no more.
0: <laughs> I mean, but you were
1: still all people money, so what? We're no more.
0: Gone. Yeah. See, that's different than like Wyeth, which is an actual company. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That, I don't know your your particular arrangement uh, there. I mean, I will say you did some, uh, you did a lot of commercials back then. You actually named, you changed your name for a company. I
1: did. I drove a car because of that for a year.
0: You changed car. your name to Brandon Hyundai.
1: Brandon, there's a there's a city called Brandon, Florida, and uh, they had a Hyundai dealership. So I figured, hey, I mean, it was a great bit. Wait, they
0: didn't even ask you for it.
1: It was a great bit. You just well, well, yeah, did no, it? I mean, it was a, it was a sales thing between the station and Brandon Hyundai. Yes, it was part of our. Right, but I'm saying they them. they
0: just wanted you to do ads, and you said no. I'll change my name. Is that accurate? How that happened? No. Did no, they request no, no. you change your name? Is it possible they just wanted people to believe someone else was doing commercials for them? No. I don't think so. Think that may actually be the answer to this.
1: I, uh, think, I so. think we finally solved it. All I know
0: <laughs> is uh, at
1: <laughs> Brandon uh, Hyundai, Jeff Fisher, mm-hmm. drove a car for a year, plus made some cash, read a couple of commercials. Sold some cars for Brandon Hyundai. Big mistake, them dropping me. Big mistake. I'm sure they're really tortured. Uh, they by it. I'm sure that place is closed down and well, it's cobwebs right
0: now. No, I'm sure they're making a lot of money. I'm uh, sure I, they are too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I remember going down to uh, Tampa because I would go. We, we you know we lived there for a while, and so I would go down. And, and when I was down there, usually. I I'd have to see Jeffy because I knew him, you know, and I'd, I'd run into him and it would be awkward. And I'd say, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to oh, out. come out, with, come with you, spend some of my vacation time with you." That sounds great. It didn't sound like that when you talked me that, though. No. No, yeah, so um, so uh, and so uh, at one point, Jeffy picked me up to come do something. I don't remember where we were going. And Jeffy picks me up. He rolls up with this Mercedes. I, I love that car. And I'm car. like, Jeffy, wow, this is impressive. Until I walked around the side and saw <laughs> WFLA Storm Team. Operation Stormwatch. <laughs> Sorry, I just, drove
1: that car for a little over a year. I love that car. He
0: basically stole the station vehicle. It was as no, That's incorrect. His, his that's personal. incorrect,
1: so I was out promoting the station <laughs> and promoting our Operation stormwatch <laughs> around the state.
0: Well, it was mostly in your driveway, and I don't think that's promotion. Well,
1: that's not true. That's not true. I took ML three hundred and fifty. You drove it wherever you wanted. Mercedes Benz ML three hundred and fifty. I love that car. I still love the. That's a good. That's a good model to buy. I love that model. A lot
0: of room. A lot of fat guy seating. Comfortable. (laughs) Nice drive. (laughs) Who cares what's on the outside? I didn't see it. And you thought you wouldn't hear any breaking news today? Mercedes is a quality automobile. (laughs) Mercedes Benz. You just heard. You heard it here first, guys. ML three hundred and fifty. I'm willing to change my name. To ML350. Yes. It sounds like a gang name <laughs> Merce- now.
1: I'm willing to change my name to Mercedes-Benz. I'll drive that car around for you.
0: <laughs> that was the creepiest <laughs> solicitation for advertisement I've ever seen in my life. That's why I did it. Look, Jeffy's had a lot of shady advertisers over the years, uh, but we've decided to actually partner with uh, some companies that are actually, I don't know, real. One of the, one of the things that we do uh, here at the Patents Two show is we try to have huh. companies that actually exist... <laughs> Mercedes Benz exists. Well, Mercedes does, but some of your other stuff, I mean, who even knows? Uh, but <laughs> I will say that uh, my Patriot Supply—they exist. Uh, they're a great company, yeah, and, and you know, we're talking about the way uh, you know the world is right now. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, a little bit scary. We're going to be putting more troops. It looks like into Afghanistan, so that might be heating up again. And I think you know that might wind up Yay. being a very good thing. Um, but still more unease around the globe. And, of course, North Korea, I think, right now is the one I'm scared about most because this is a nuclear power. You know, you have a lot of people around the world that are shady, but most of them are like third-world dictators that barely have knives. You know, so, like, they have, like, uh, you know, they're huge attacks, and they're just stabbing people in the streets, and it's terrible and horrible. But it doesn't necessarily have global repercussions to the economy, to the United States of America. Um, And, uh, you know, there are more important things than the economy. However... Uh, you need to prepare yourself for any contingency because there's no one more important than your family. Um, North Korea is a real thing. I mean, if that if they wind up, God forbid, firing a nuclear uh, missile at uh, at South Korea, we're talking massive global interruptions of the economy. You need to feed your family. You need to have something of real value to see you through any financial shutdown. Uh, that's where my Patriot Supply comes in. Uh, they've got the 40 day emergency food supply plus one troy ounce Sunshine Minting Silver Round for 149 dollars. So you're gonna get all you're gonna get the food. Uh, Forty days. It's a great deal. I mean, 149 dollars for 40 days of food is a good deal anyway. And then you add in the silver. I mean, this is fantastic. Order now. 888-457-3432 or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. You see the deal right here. Again, 149 dollars, 40 days of food plus one troy ounce of silver. It's online. Preparewiththeblaze.com or 888 uh Excuse me. 888-457-3432. Check it out.
1: I believe I'd pay somewhat one hundred and forty nine dollars for those pancakes right now.
0: <laughs> um, we have uh, kind of a, we were talking about Tampa the the old days uh, back back in the in the day. Um, and uh, I can remember one particular memory that uh, oh boy, back in the day you'll remember this. Uh, It was September uh, 10th, 2001. Big story: Rudy Giuliani in some trouble in office. Uh, Remember, he was had some scandal going on. I don't remember what the heck it even was. Was Wasn't Gary Condit a big story at that point? Gary Condit, yes. Remember uh, with, with Chandra Levy. Remember that, those days? Yes. You're right? I don't know how I'm pulling these names out, actually. Yes. Um,
1: and I, I think the same was with, uh, what's his face in New York, too, right? He had his girlfriend on the side. Yeah, That's what they were talking maybe about. He was
0: going through the divorce or whatever, and yeah. they were talking about how Giuliani was a potential presidential candidate, yeah. but then um, it might, might have been falling apart. Anyway, that all goes down. Uh, and, and actually, Giuliani at the time wasn't a presidential candidate. That came later. He was only a presidential candidate because of the way he handled 9/11. He was in trouble before 9/11 actually happened. Right, but he did so, clean up.
1: New- he had already cleaned he up. He had New done York. that. That's
0: true. Yeah. But again, mayors didn't turn it. You know, no one thought a mayor could be president, at least directly. Like you'd have to have a step in between. I mean, most right. people thought. Anyway, uh, another big story of that week because we were in Tampa, Florida, yeah. and uh, preparing to start the syndicated show in just a few months. Um, that day, we were talking about how um, it was Monday, and uh, we were thinking that Friday, big story. There were shark attacks rising. It was a big oh, story. Up and down the up coast. Up and down the Florida coast, shark attacks everywhere. And Glenn had arranged with the Tampa, uh, the Florida Aquarium, Aquarium yeah. to get in the shark tank with the sharks and swim around. Because you're fine. Because everyone knows the sharks aren't going to eat you. They're, you're you're more aggressive than they are. Blah, 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 blah. So Glenn was going to go in on that Friday. That's no, a big deal. And then we made a big deal about it. And Glenn oh, was like, well. Man. You know, I think as we got to, like, Monday of the week, I think that it started to set in that, wait a minute, I may actually be eaten for the radio stupid radio show that we do. Um, and so he, I think it was a little hesitant, but he still was planning still, on going forward with it. I mean, yeah, we had to. And then... 9-11 happens um, and obviously we're on to other topics at that time S-
1: some guys use any excuse to get out of a bit
0: <laughs> any excuse to get out of a bit it's true it may be the one life that 9-11 saved I know. <laughs> uh, which we will never know the That's actual answer true. to that one um, but uh so it's amazing to kind of look back at that and uh, that really terrible terrible time um but what, usually, what happened there was what usually happens with shark attack stories, which is, generally speaking, when you come down you run 25. the numbers at the end of the year, there was actually no increase at all. It was just like an extended media coverage. Right. Um, well, uh, shark attacks are now on the rise on the California oh, coast. No. Beach access to the water is closed. They had a girl uh, who was bit by a shark. Uh beachgoers were uh, greeted by scary warnings after 35-year-old Leanne Erickson was attacked in knee-deep water north of San Diego last week. Ooh. A large wound uh, was the uh was the result. Uh, marine biologist Dave Bader of the Aquarium of the Pacific said that in his experience a shark has never intentionally gone after a person, never. Now, I mean if you saw the documentary Jaws, I guess you true. don't know you that's don't know his, you don't know his intent maybe. Okay? And I could say, you could say, well, well I don't know, well, maybe he's biting a boat in half. Well, why is he doing that? Maybe he thinks the boat is a fish.
1: Okay. Well, that's what they're saying, right? If you're on the, yeah. the people that get bit on uh, surfboards, the shark doesn't know they're human. Yes. Once the shark takes a bite and realizes that you're human, it backs off. Right.
0: I, I, and look, I'm with you on this. However, in the documentary Jaws for The Revenge, Jaws specifically targets individual people and follows them halfway across the globe to try to eat them.
1: When when Jaws One started there wasn't as sophisticated GPS.
0: I mean maybe maybe that's it. All I know is there was intent there. So I mean I don't know what this guy's talking about, but I mean he chased (laughs) them to the Bahamas or where Bermuda wherever they were So, um, so uh, a number of shark That's sightings in Southern California, including one uh, breaching near surfers uh, earlier this week. Most of them are young, great whites, some six feet long, just a year old. Um, I attribute a lot of, of this to better conservation. We protected <sighs> white sharks 20 years ago, and their food source has come back. And in many ways, our oceans are getting healthier. So the environmentalists <sighs> are causing shark attacks. That's what the bi- biologist just said. The oceans are getting healthier.
1: Uh, <laughs> maybe this guy... What's his name? Low uh, hasn't heard of uh, Fukushima. I don't know. Coming across, there's poison coming across the Pacific Ocean. No, it's not causing no, sharks and other animals to no. a die, attack other people, <laughs> go out of control, poison food.
0: The effect is ugly. The effect of the of the ugly. supposed Fukushima um, con- contamination. I mean, it's, is, it's is always either it kills everything Coast, or makes them
1: stronger. All There's, I know, all I know, is the West Coast <laughs> of the United States should be evacuated. Uh, you know, right now, that's all should, I know. We
0: should point out, and I don't know if the, I think this is what you're referencing. Alex Jones actually tweeted that after Fukushima that he, if he lived on the West Coast, he would evacuate the West Coast. Well, he didn't. You need to right Imagine if away. this man was in control of the country, which he kind he of is. <laughs> We should point out, he kind of is. That's
1: a scary point. He
0: wanted to evacuate the entire
1: West Coast. And that was a little early. I mean, he would have pulled the plug a little bit earlier than he probably needed to because you've got to worry about currents and, and things coming across the ocean. So Jeffy, had, nothing, a bit Nothing of time. happened. No one died.
0: Nothing happened look around, Stu. I have. Look around. I have. And unless that's some sort of mutation you've got growing there, I don't think. Um, Alright, so, uh, by the way, shark attacks very seriously. There's another new documentary out about this. Uh, it is terrifying, and it happened to celebrities like Mandy oh, Moore. Oh, no. Uh, it's terrible. Watch. Oh, no. It's going to be the best
4: vacation ever.
2: Seriously, you have to try. I don't
4: even know what to- It's totally safe.
2: Okay. It's like you're going to the zoo, except you're in the cage. I don't know about this. Welcome aboard. There, look. It's huge. Remember, the faster you breathe, the faster
0: you use up your air. Trust me, once you're down there, you're not going to want to come back up. Uh. (laughs) This
4: is amazing. It kind of takes your breath away. Oh, my God. A shark. Uh, can you take a picture of me?
2: Sorry, sorry. Oh no. We would like to come back up now. I'm bringing you back up.
4: Oh my god! I'm so scared. We no. need to get to air. How so deep are we? 47 meters. There. Please, someone answer me! We have to get back up to the top. Can
3: you hear me? We're gonna send out extra air tanks. It's so lost! Stay in
0: the cage. Yeah. Mm. Seven meters down <laughs> I mean it might be worth a watch I mean, right it, I mean it doesn't first of all does it looks kind of good second of all did they say what was the what was the can you back up just a few frames there be afraid of I mean it was not the jaws exact jaws tagline they put at the end of that oh it was right listen watch the end of this we'll watch the end here yeah stay stay oh it's just stay out of the water because just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water wasn't that their thing from yeah. uh, jaws I guess 2? Um, stay out of the water I don't know it looks kind of good I just feel I mean you know here's a woman who's gone through so much right uh, Mandy Moore with uh, you know her husband dying um, her uh, her the biological uh, father of her kids uh, died of cancer right recently Uh, sad sad and now shark attacks sad
1: sometimes (laughs) things just don't go
0: right all those this is us fans out there it's like oh I know what he's doing Ah, ah. I know that show. All right, let's take a quick break. Triple A727 back is the program. Back with more in a second. Now I'm just thinking about this as us. No, no, it's so sad. It's so sad. <sighs> you knew it. No, no. So here's the thing: uh, we're in the middle of the uh, Jeff Fisher 18-day fat, uh, fat guy challenge. Okay. Which is kind of a clunky name, which we haven't really worked out yet. But it's 18 days of us trying to actually eat like human beings, so that when we go on vacation, we're just fat and not uh, obese to the 50th power. Not headed to Houston. Right. We're not going to Houston for a 600-pound life. Right. So we decided yesterday to not eat the delicious taffy we had. I'm not. I'm not I'm,
1: I am. I am back to my regular, simple to lose, hardcore, hardcore diet, five in one plan that we talked about yesterday. Metafast products, one regular meal at night. It's a big change for you. Uh, it, it, it is. Yeah. I mean, I got, I've, I've cut out all the, I've cut out all the crap, everything.
0: Okay, so, so because of that, and because we're both trying to do this together, uh, we decided to. We obviously can't cancel spoons. It's one of our most popular segments. So we've decided to taste test today healthy products this week uh who's weed me and you because you're on the decided. show you're, you're who's, on the show who's we? we talked about it on the air yesterday don't act like you don't know this product today we're trying out is trader joe's roasted seaweed no snack. thank you no thank you it's no. seaweed but it's roasted i
1: they, was forced to eat seaweed it one the point in my life uh you know from wife one and uh, there's a reason why she's wife one okay so no more seaweed. Well,
0: you're going to try it here. No, this I'm is a. Uh, oh, look at this! This looks. good. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Does <laughs> I don't know if you can really capture this. Look, can you see? You can see right through it. I don't know if you can capture this on film. This, this is,
1: isn't like the seaweed we had at the first with
0: wife one. She might have
1: stuck around if she had this
0: guy. Wow. So it's from oh. Trader Joe's. It and again, we just saw a woman be attacked by a shark, and now we have to eat seaweed. Uh, here it goes. Uh, the worst spoons episode in history starts right now. Oh! Oh!
1: Oh! You didn't eat it! Oh, it's horrible. This is terrible. Oh. Okay, try It's it. horrible.
0: Okay, wait a minute now.
1: Oh! Oh, so bad.
0: Put it in your... Put it in... <laughs> Shovel some of that in I there. I did.
1: I don't, I don't need any more. I've had it what
0: about, Are you really I'm not going to eat it? We have 30 seconds left.
1: I'm full. Stu. Thanks. Eat the one was piece en- of seafood. One was enough. Eat another piece of seafood. No, one was enough. I don't want you stupid seaweed. Eat one piece. I don't want it. I know.
0: None of us want it. That's well, the point of this. Point just just eat it. Take a bite. You've eaten stuff we left out in the rain and like stepped in. That was before the Jimmy Fat Guy challenge. I give it a 2 out of 18. Again, I can see you through the seaweed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can see me too. Uh, by the way, Glenn was talking about the uh, think uh, on the think tank uh, yesterday, uh, talking about the crisis we are seeing in in North and South Korea. Watch.
5: Ask what you just asked in the commercial break.
4: So, you know, the people of France, we we're talking about, they think that Russian, pe- the, the Russian government is on their side. Did the American people feel the same way when we were hacked? Do, do you think we think that Russia's on our side?
5: Have you noticed what the conservatives are saying? WikiLeaks was suddenly, went from villain to good guy. Julian Assange went from absolute villain to he- hero that should be welcomed back with a parade.
4: So is it just conservatives or do we think it's just, it's, it's sweeping? Like, is it, is it the majority? I think it
5: will sweep anyone who is feeling oppressed. They will stand with, again, I go back to that stupid thing that I wrote maybe in 2002. Jesus and Hitler had one thing in common and it was their most important thing. They could look to somebody in pain and say, follow me. I will feed you. When people are in pain, a dynamic leader who can look people in the eye and say, don't worry, I'll take care of it. You'll get a follower. And the more chaotic it is and the more fear there is. Oh, yeah. We'll step right up, and so will France. Remember, it's Russia that bought, how many years ago was it, two, three years ago, when, when France could not afford an official Christmas tree, Putin publicly wrote yeah. the check he's been planting these seeds in france for a long time and they lean communist anyway a lot of communists in in france caleb you've been following north korea and what happened with the, with with the kidnapping or not uh, kidnapping but jailing
2: the, the jailing uh, oh no wait wait you have I, i'm the elections. yeah south you have korea south
5: korea election. i didn't even know these elections were going on
2: yeah so well south korea if you guys remember m- back in march they impeached their president park Something I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, but she was impeached and she's been indicted on corruption and bribery charges. Um, so they're, tomorrow they're having their election to replace her. Um, but Park was part of the uh, South Korea's version of a conservative party, and she had their party had controlled the the presidency for the last two elections, and they had a more um, a hardline position with North Korea. Well, the current front runner who's leading with 40% of the vote right now is part of South Korea's liberal party, um, and he wants to return South Korea to the sunshine policy. Do you guys remember what that was? Mm. That was the policy that uh, South Korea adopted from 98 to 2009, where they wanted to open economic relations with North Korea with the hopes of getting them to the table to negotiate an end of their nuclear program. Obviously, that failed. That was not a successful policy. But the current front-runner, and I think South Korea would have voted for their conservative party, but they're rejecting them because of the corruption charges from the last
5: Again, party. the old system is on fire.
2: So the the person who looks like they're going to win wants to return them to this old policy that failed last time. So what does that mean? So are they not... free? Is
5: it just us that is freaking out about what uh, this could mean? I mean, people in... In Seoul, South very Korea? Very divided
2: in the country. Very divided over North Korea's threat. Uh, but one of the things this frontrunner, who's a part of their liberal party, is saying is, uh, Trump has to call me before he does a strike on North Korea. They need my approval to do it. So this collection... Does Donald
5: this, Trump
2: know that? <laughs> uh, does he care?
5: Yeah, I was going to say, because I don't think he's the kind of guy that no.
2: makes that call. And, and the thing is, but from '98 to 2009, America the... Bill Clinton, George Bush, and even the very beginning of Barack Obama, they even despite South Korea's policy, they still held a more firm policy on North Korea. So they didn't really listen back then. But does that what does that dynamic do with a new presidency in South, Carol- South Korea, not Carolina?
3: Jason, it's it's inter- it's it's pretty obvious that right as the rhetoric's heating up that south koreans suddenly don't want that suddenly want to warm up to the north because they know better than any of us do what what the north's counterattack is going to be you know the moment that we start if we push the envelope they're going to lose soul
5: so why are they audrey bring us up to speed on what happened this weekend with the uh, with the jailing yeah
4: and that's where i think americans we have an obligation so over the weekend the uh, fourth american was arrested by North Korea. And, and this guy was actually a professor over there at the, one of their universities of science and technology, but other things surfaced that, that lead us to believe that he's actually a Christian that was teaching a lot of people in North Korea how to grow their own food. And he's the fourth person that's been, fourth American that's been taken into custody. And so we talk about South Korea maybe relaxing their policy a little bit. I mean, we're still dealing with the same beast that North Korea is. Well, I, know, I mean, we will be until there's a government change. That's, I mean, that, don't go to don't go to North Korea. Right. Yeah, what if is an American? What, it, do what do you do? Don't go. Good yeah. Gosh, don't
5: go. And if you're there,
4: leave. Right. Well, but but there, you know, there's people that are in this country, and there's Christians that are going in and helping people that don't have food. I mean, which is noble. It, it is noble. You have to go into it understanding that that's the risk that you take yes. when you do my it. my point in saying all of this is that we we can't ignore the ugly beast that they are and for south korea to say that they're going to relax their policy i don't think in any meet any way means that trump should follow suit or america should relax our I policy he well you he won't i
1: don't think he will so what do you think the solution
4: is i think this so- america i think in some regards the solution is peace through strength I think it doesn't mean that we go to war. It Doesn't mean that we launch Look a missile.
5: We've not projected this much strength to North Korea, probably. I mean, maybe in my lifetime. Can you give me more specifics? Uh, and, uh, well, but well, wait, wait, wait. Well, as we as we muscle up, what mm-hmm. are they doing? They're arresting American citizens.
4: Yeah. It- well, and, and that's where it comes down to this moment. How will President Trump respond to this? Because. We, we've seen how the Obama administration handled other hostage negotiations when they had our people, right? <laughs> Tons oh. of money sent to Iran, and we know how they handled these. And so Trump, I think, is going to have a different approach, and, and we're going to have to wait and see. This just happened. One person, one American arrested on Wednesday, another arrested on Saturday. So I would guess that the administration is deciding how they're going to respond to this. So you think that that's something to go to war over? No, I never said that. I think it's something to see how President Trump handles this compared to the Obama administration and the way they have handled it. But not
5: including war. You think war is to launch something.
4: No, I don't think you launch something over this, but I think there's a lot of other political means and and ways that they could work through this besides launching a missile. I mean... North Korea's had so many failed missile attempts lately, they're, they're not in necessarily a position of strength. And, which,
3: are, which are interesting, actually, their failed missile. I, I was looking Again. at that, and they, they always do. I've been one of the big you know, advocates of saying that this is our cyber, war, cyber warfare you know, capability at play. But a lot of these missiles have been getting destroyed at the, at the perfect altitude that they should be getting uh, destroyed at for an EMP attack.
2: We talked yep. about that so, last week.
3: So just, just, uh, I mean, if they've been saying how they've got an ultimate way to take out our entire Navy that's camping out now off, off the coast. And that range, 30 to 70 miles up into the atmosphere, detonating a nuclear weapon right there would knock out our entire fleet. And that we know from a, an Iranian, I had not heard
5: it from North Korean, but Iranian general was asked because they kept blowing up at that 30 to 70,000 uh, Mark And he, they said another failure. And he said, it depends on what you're trying to do, yeah. which made the world go, uh-oh, wait a minute. They're all blowing up at a perfect right place for an EMP.
4: I think it will be important for Trump to work with the new president of South Korea. He has to. Yeah, I mean- but
5: can, can a country come and just detain American citizens and put them in labor camps and we do nothing?
4: Yeah, 10, 15 yeah, years, hard labor.
5: We've had a lack of clear foreign policy, especially since the, the fall of the Berlin Wall. What are we going to do? Are we going to leave? And are we going to police? And are we going to enforce human rights? Or do we only intervene when we have a credible threat against America? And what does that mean? I don't think we've ever decided. Well, there used to be a time that you would have an American passport, and that meant, don't worry.
4: America protects you.
5: Not anymore. Not anymore. Not
4: anymore. And a lot of missionaries know going in, um, if they're going for humanitarian reasons, they actually count the cost before they go. Sad.